Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Good morning. I hope you're having a fine Sunday morning. Welcome back to another edition of Miami Valley Voices on this Cox radio station. I'm your host from the Dayton Daily News, Ron Rollins, and uh, we are in the studio today with uh, a lady from Kettering, Marianne Bailey, who is the owner of the Senior Tutor and the Hip Senior, uh, two uh, services that she provides to uh, help older people learn how to use and become comfortable with technology, which is... uh, in the experience of, of my of my mom, who can't hear this because she doesn't live around here, is a, a, a pretty real subject and uh, interesting enough that I wanted to bring Mary in and talk to us. How are you doing this morning? Good morning. I'm fine. Thank you. Absolutely. Glad you're here. So, like I said, I'm using, I'm sort of picking on my mom uh, in absentia to sort of um, illustrate kind of like why I, when I heard about your service, I thought this would be an interesting subject for a lot of our listeners. It's because my mom has an iPhone she refuses to use, does not really know how to search the internet and just isn't really comfortable with it and and she's not that old i mean she's in her mid 70s so um talk talk a little bit about uh, the this situation i mean there's a lot of older folks who aren't really comfortable with um the technology that a lot of the rest of us and younger and older swim in pretty easily and that's that's your business what do you do for people yeah absolutely a lot of people have the technology and they're scared they're going to mess it up by playing with it or testing it out So my job comes in, I gather these people up and I teach them what their technology is, what it can do. Mm -hmm. For your mom, I would show her, hey, this is how you can send pictures to your son, Mm -hmm. to, you know, what you're doing, what you're at. Mm -hmm. So they, a lot of them just don't know the basics and they're scared of it. And by making it really simple for them and really easy to use, they finally start to play around and get a hang of it. So you're kind of talking about you, you sort of have to tailor this stuff individually to the person and the problem they have, right? What sort of what what brings what what do you find brings most of your clients to you? What was what's the is there a is there a, is there a main thing that that you deal with or most of them want to get pictures and updates from their kids. So whether that be from email mm-hmm. or whether it be from Facebook, most of them are after that feature. They just want to feel connected to their families. Mm-hmm. And so what, how do you tailor? So I've come to you with this problem. Walk me through it. What's the, I pretend I'm your client. What do we do? And first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to sit down and, Ron, what, what is it that you want to learn? What do you want to get out of this lesson? So you start with the problem. Yeah. Right. So we start down, sit down and most people, if they have internet at home, they maybe have an email address from their service provider, but they don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. So we either go on that or we create maybe like a Gmail account that they can use and not have to worry about as much spam. Yeah, something like simple, yeah. And then uh, we teach you how to access those <coughs> emails and how to attach photos to those emails and how to send. Um, For instance, when my daughter was born, my mom refused to learn how to do email even though I sent her a picture. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't know how to get that. And I said, okay, here's the deal. And I said, you have a brand new baby granddaughter and mm-hmm. I'm not going to print out pictures to send to you. I'm going to email them. Mm-hmm. If you don't learn how to email them, you're not going to see pictures of your granddaughter. Right. She said, that's blackmail. And I said, you're <laughs> darn right. It worked. She now uses her laptop and tablet cool. and whatnot. So Now, is she comfortable with them at this point? Or she is. is. She is. How long did that take? Probably 
It's been ongoing. She learned how to use the basics, and from time to time, she still calls me and asks mm-hmm. for reminders. Mm-hmm. I sit down with her every so often when I go visit her, mm-hmm. and I write cheat sheets for her, right. um, what I call cheat sheets, so that she can remember from time to time without having to call me for every little thing. So do does the customer get a cheat sheet pretty much every time? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So now is it now do you find that 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 older folks and by older are we talking about like traditional senior citizens like what 70 and above, 80 and above, 16 above? These or? days they classify seniors as 50 and above. Oh, I'm toast then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> Most 50 to 60 year olds are kind of in this transition thing where they know basic computer stuff. Sure. They were probably involved in the inception of I, computer stuff. I remember my very first very large Mac computer on a desk at home. Yeah, right. Yep, that's yeah. what I learned on. Yeah, I was yeah. in junior high when, yeah. I, when I took a class at the junior high on Macs. Yeah. And most of them were involved in a lot of the stuff, were involved with companies that started databases when you used to have to bring in mm-hmm. big floppy disks right. to update the databases right. like you know GMC and all that stuff. Right. Well, now what you're talking about is like a big, uh, is fairly rapid change in the business that you're in. So, or the business, the the technology we all use. Do you find that your clients uh, sort of hope and expect that you can teach them this once and then they they get it and they're done, or do they understand that this is a continuing process because technology changes all the time? Again, it just kind of depends. It's all tailor, tailored to individual people, mm-hmm. so it's what they want out of it. Mm-hmm. If all they want to do is be able to email. That's, you know, email's pretty standard. It's it's not gonna change a whole lot in the next five years, mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm. Now watch it change tomorrow, some big <laughs> announcement from Microsoft or something. And it's in the works. <laughs> yeah, we'll be revisiting the subject again. That's right. But for the most part, it, like I said, it depends what they want. I've, I've taught classes at the Latham Center about tweeting and texting. Mm-hmm. You know, that may possibly change, tw- you know, the, the CEO of Twitter recently right. was fired and right. there's gonna be a new one that may be a totally different Total ball game Twitter, in six yeah. months from now. Right, right. So it just kind of depends what they want, where they're going. A lot of them just want a basic understanding. They wanna be able to touch the equipment, mm-hmm. feel their merchandise, or maybe have some advice on what they really need. Do, do I need a computer? Do right. I need a laptop? Do you do you make do you advise them on purchases and stuff? Definitely. Like that? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, now, how'd you get into this? Uh, my, you mentioned your mom. Yeah, I assume my, she plays a part in the story. Yeah. Yeah, my older mom. Uh, sorry, mom. <coughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> she. Every time I would go home, I was teaching her. Probably, you know, every single day for at least a couple of hours, we mm-hmm. would sit down at the computer and go over stuff. Mm-hmm. The last time I was home a couple of years ago. They would, her, my mom's friends would call and say, hey, heard you're in town, can you come over and teach me? And it was either you know, how to sell on Amazon, how to mm-hmm. sell on eBay, how to send email, how to set up Bluetooth right. devices, speakers, stuff like that, how right. to listen to music online. And so I spent my entire Christmas vacation with my mom's friends teaching right. them how to use what they had. That's kind of cool. So yeah. when, did it be, when did it go from just helping out mom's friends to being a business? Well, that was Christmas two years ago, mm-hmm. and one of my mom's friends said, why aren't you doing this full time? You're really good at it. Mm-hmm. And I came home and I dawdled for about the next six months about mm-hmm. it, thought about it, and then ordered business cards. And then I sat around looking at those business cards for a while mm-hmm. and would put them in my pocket every once in a while and pass them out when I would meet people. And finally, a year later, at Christmas again, I said the New Year's about to start, and I'm not big on New Year's resolutions, but mm-hmm. that year I said, okay, mm-hmm. I either do this now or I don't do it at all. 
So you've been pretty happy with it so far? I love it. I love what I do. So um, how do people find you? They either, apparently the other day, someone searched for computer repair and found me. (laughs) (laughs) And they said, well, I can really use you for a few things. So there was that connection. Um, I do network marketing you know I, I go to different groups and mm-hmm. pass out cards you and mentioned one of the senior centers in town too. I team up with the, yeah. the senior centers I've taught um, a free seminar called um, senior online safety mm-hmm. at Bethany Village in 10 Wilmington place mm-hmm. um, I teach classes at the Latham Center mm-hmm. um, we have some coming up Mm-hmm. And um, so people know that's the one in Kettering. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. That's a senior uh, rec center. Right. So so what are some of the things that, what are some of the impediments that you find in the people you deal with? You mentioned um, safety as one. I, I mean, I get the sense that a lot of seniors feel like, uh, and I also, we should also say too that like there's plenty of seniors who totally get this and already you know, don't need your help. I mean, yeah. So it's not like a monolithic group of people who, who all need this kind of training. But but it, yeah. but there's a fairly high degree of people who for whom this is brand new and it changes rapidly and it's hard to keep track of and they need your services. So what are some of the what are some of the impediments that you find that that they are keeping them from from getting it without needing help from you? Is, is safety one of them? Is um, is it just general fear? Is it confusion? I don't think that they really think about safety as much. When you think about computers, unless you're really into computers, that's when you're thinking about you know viruses or just personal safety as mm-hmm. whether your GPS is on and you're broadcasting your location. Mm-hmm every time you post a picture to Facebook. Right, right. Um, I go in there and teach them, you know, how, how not to do that. But um, I think a lot of times they, like I said, they look at a piece of equipment and there's so many icons on there these days with smartphones. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got an icon or an app picture for everything you do mm-hmm. and it's intimidating to them and they mm-hmm. just don't know where to start mm-hmm. and when you get somebody like me with them and we sit down one on one and we say look you know this is how you get to your email you just push this button mm-hmm. and it starts happening and they start seeing their information coming up or they send an email or they attach a picture to it and their their daughter calls and says hey I got your picture how'd you learn how to do that right. then the spark goes off in their eyes and then they want to learn more yeah. and they want to bring me back to teach them, you know, Facebook and strangely Twitter and LinkedIn and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, in the social media space, which what's your preference? Where do you inhabit mostly? My preference? Yeah. I pretty much live on Google+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, I dragged my feet on Twitter for mm-hmm. years. Yeah. It's kind of the place to be right now. Yeah. I don't. So um, probably Google Plus and Twitter. Seniors now, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. They're you know they're living in Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, some are a few are Instagram. Yeah. Some are living in Twi- um, LinkedIn. They want to hook up with people um, mm-hmm. that you know they went to school with or mm-hmm. that they've had business um, you know operations with in the past mm-hmm. or perhaps they're you know, their past supervisors, stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, or people they've worked with past, or, you know, classmates. Do you find, do you find yourself having to sort of, with social media, do you find, I mean, there's kind there's different, there's different parts of this. There's the social media part, there's the actual technology hardware part, and then there's the software part. So <clears throat> I, I assume they all get intermingled together in, in what you do. Um, do people, um, do you find yourself having to explain to some to sort of sell some people on the fair on the value of social media is it something that they're just like I don't need to be on that why would I need need that I mean do you do you run into that 
occasionally I run into a senior that that's confused about what social media is. Really? Um, when I sit down and we sign them up for an account, for instance, and I'm like, okay, we can close this out if you totally hate it, but let's right. just take a look at it. Right. Or we maybe look at my account, for instance, if they really just don't want to do it. Right. And once they see that their daughter and their son and their grandkids and look at all these pictures that they're missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then they're they're willing to do it. Um, it. But again, I don't want anybody to do something that they absolutely don't want to do. Mm-hmm. But I do want them to be aware of what's out there. So if they do want to expand their horizons, then by all means, let, mm-hmm. let's do it. Let's yeah. have some fun. Absolutely. Let's tell people what they're listening to. If you're just joining us, uh, this is Miami Valley Voices on this Cox Radio Station, and I'm Ron Rollins, your host. Um, I'm in the studio today with Marianne Bailey who uh, from Kettering, who's the owner of the uh, a couple of, of services, the Senior Tutor and the Hip Senior, um, services that are designed to help um, older folks uh, become more comfortable and more adept with um, social media, technology, software, computers, and, 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 and such. Um, any any um, raving success stories that you've had that you can think of? I mean, folks where you were surprised, like, huh, I just didn't think this person, you don't have to name any names. Or, like, yeah. I just didn't think this person was going to get this at all, and they ended up, like, totally getting it and swimming in it. Probably the people that give me the most resistance, and then they turn around, they send me an email with pictures <laughs> attached to it. You know, <laughs> my mom, for instance, you know. Right, you know. Right. I had a blackmailer, so. <laughs> um, but, you know, we have some great seniors in this area. There, mm-hmm. A lot of them are, they know how to send email. They want to do stuff. They want to expand their horizon, like I said earlier, and, and learn more and do stuff. You know, one of my classes, I have a 93-year-old customer who, who comes to every class that I teach, no matter mm-hmm. where it's at. Really? And the last one, like I said, was a tweeting versus texting class that the Latham Center wanted to put on. Yeah. And he was there, 93 years old. Wow. And, you know, doesn't walk with a cane, nothing. He just completely what was, it, know, was what, into it. What was it that he wanted from you, mostly, at, at that age? Do you remember? I'm, both. I'm, both. Yeah. Yeah. He... We did a class at Bethany Village, and he lives there, mm-hmm. and he sent to me a list of questions regarding stuff that he wanted to get out of that class. Because mm-hmm. I told everybody, I said, they voted. They said, we want to have a class on on tablets. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, by all means, let's do a class on tablets yeah. then. And I said, you guys put together some questions that you, you want answered before, my, before I come. Mm-hmm. And he sent me seven or eight questions, two or three of them I had to research myself. Right. From a 93-year-old man. That that's, was amazing. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, so speaking of research, I mean, this is something that constantly changes. And, and we all kind of get that the thing you learn about technology this month is going to be different a few months from now or a few weeks. You just mentioned that with, with, with email and, and stuff. Um, how, do you, how, do you, how have you found ways to sort of keep current and keep track? I mean, how do you stay, how do you stay on top of all this stuff? My obsession with buying new gadgets and technology. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I finally found a business that I can do that and be legit about it. <laughs> but exactly that. If 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 I can't afford to go buy a new toy, I'm at you know mm. one of the stores playing with it or having their reps explain it to mm. me, mm. or I'm online reading reviews and and reading about it. I try to get my hands and play with as much stuff as I possibly can. It's interesting you mentioned reading about reviews online because it, it, one thing that I one thing that occurred to me only a, f- a few years ago <clears throat> was that you have to, nowadays you have to be in the technology to learn more about how to use 
the thing that you don't understand. It you, when you were buying that first Mac on the desktop that we were talking about a minute ago, it came with a really thick printed book manual, you know. And and when you would buy tech, when you would buy new hardware in the old days, old days being not that long ago, there was printed material that came with it, explained with it how to use it. You buy your iPhone now, and it's like, no, you're just supposed to kind of figure out by touching it how right. to manipulate it and how to work it and how to get into it. And it's designed with your, it's designed around the idea that you can intuitively teach yourself the next step and the next step and the next step. I mean, that's a huge change. And I would imagine that's intimidating to a lot of folks who, who, who come to you. Yeah. It's very intimidating. And that's why when I go in, that's why, you know, I hand them a piece of paper. I'm like, Hey, let's make a cheat sheet together. Mm-hmm. You write it. So you understand later what you wrote, what, what it meant to you that you just learned, what, mm-hmm. what you just heard from me you know, ask questions. And if you're confused, call me and say, Hey, I, I don't get it, mm-hmm. but you're right. They, it doesn't come with books anymore. And when you buy a laptop, it doesn't come with recovery discs anymore. <laughs> no, it doesn't. And it walks you through setting those up. And if you don't do that and mm-hmm. later on you screw your computer up, mm-hmm. we can reformat it. But without those discs, you're going back to the manufacturer and you're usually paying for those discs. Right, right. And so you have to have a basic understanding of what you're doing just to even set up a laptop. Just to even set up a laptop, yeah. On the other hand, too, if you have that basic understanding, uh, you probably probably don't even think about the folks who don't have that. I I mean, I have found in talking with my mom about some of this stuff, uh, don't mean to pick on your mom, I'm sorry. That's um, okay. Uh, in talking about my mom with this stuff, uh, there's there's a lot of stuff where she just sort of feels like there's, go- there's going to have to be, that it's kind of a big mystery and that it, it's not going to work anyway. And it, it's, it's a, it, there's no return on the investment of time. That whatever she gets out of it is not going to be worth the frustration and effort of having to go into it. I've and I've and I've tried to like walk her through stuff, and she's she's just very resistant to it. And I really I'm I'm not sure. I thought the iPhone would do it because the iPhone the iPhone is so intuitive and easy and fun to use, uh, and that even that didn't do it. It's a, it's it's a paperweight for her. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes. I always refer to my dad when I look, when I think about stuff like that, and I said it's a powdered butt syndrome. Okay, I'm curious. Okay. So your parents, yeah. right? They yeah. they took care of you as a baby. They they raised you as mm-hmm. a child. You know, this is something that we've walked into, and our parents they were thrown into this. Wow, that's a really interesting idea. Yeah, we we walked into this. We've learned it along the way, and our parents necessarily the those sixty five and older. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, we've thrown that in their lap, and we've said, "Here, we want you to learn this." Right. I mean, even if they go to the doctor's office, the doctor's office is saying your medical records and your mm-hmm. what we, you we told you today and right. what your prognosis is now on the computer. Right. Here's the website, access it. Right. And people, they're, they're not knowing how to do that. So, you know, our parents get frustrated with that because they're like, here, they want me to access this information. And my 50-year-old son is trying to teach me how to do this, but I'm older than him. You know, right. I should know more than he does. Right. You know, and they just build up this resistance to learning from their personal children. That's a really interesting idea. So back to the powdered butt syndrome, though, your idea is that it's this kind of something we owe our parents to help them to help them do. That's interesting. I hadn't really ever thought about that. That's that's a keen insight. Yeah, we walked into it. They were thrown. So you know, we as as a community, we owe that to 
um, to our parents and mm-hmm. to our elderly to teach them how to access their medical records, how to check their email, mm-hmm. um, even you know how to use GPS on their phone if they have it, so that they feel a little bit more secure that if they go off somewhere, mm-hmm. God forbid, you know maybe some dementia or some Alzheimer's is setting in, mm-hmm. how how to take their phone and hit home on their GPS mm-hmm. and be able to get home and know their way back. Right, right. But as a community, we really need to do that. You know, as business owners and stuff like that, we just all need to come together and and we want people going to our Facebook pages and liking them and, and mm-hmm. following us on Twitter to get mm-hmm. you know where where the next food truck's going to be and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And all that stuff is fine and dandy and fun. If you can do it. But you have to have that basic right. understanding. Right. And so when we want the senior citizen age is growing. Mm-hmm. You know, one third of America for our seniors mm-hmm. spends two thirds of expendable money. Right. And we're asking them for all these different ways of spending their money. Part of it's on technology and part of it's, you know, favoriting us and and spending it through technology, going Mm -hmm. to websites and buying stuff or Mm -hmm. doing their banking online. And as a community, we just really need to take that, embrace that Mm -hmm. and love our seniors and teach them how to do this so they're not feeling overwhelmed when we say to do it. Those are all really good points. you're right, though. That I get this. I hadn't really thought about either about the idea that this is the society in general has not really been good about this. Number one and number two, technology developers have not really been good about it either. They they're relentlessly marketing not even to you and me, but to our kids. You know, to the kids who are born to this stuff. There's like a third. You're right. There's a third. There's the there's we're in the middle. You know, middle aged right. people who have walked into it, as you put it. There's the older folks that we threw it at, and then. There's our kids who have been born with it, the digital natives, so-called, yeah. who basically, I mean, my grandkids have always been around tablets. You know, it's they don't watch TV. Right. They watch their movies on an iPad. And, and, and if you TV say virus to them, they don't know, <clears throat> they, they don't no think sick. Right. They think exactly what's on the computer or tablet. They don't think of a chalkboard and writing. Right, they think. right. So um, do you find, uh, are there, I guess I should ask, are there, and, and I don't want you to like, you know, uh, show for somebody else doing your business, but are there a lot of people doing what you're doing? Or have you found that this is a, a fairly a fairly large niche that not many people are, are in, in in terms of the business you're doing? Because it seems like there's a large need. Yeah, I haven't met a whole lot of people that are doing what I do. Yeah, I've not heard of anybody that does it. Yeah, yeah. I know one other person who teaches like online dating mm-hmm. down in Cincinnati. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been treading that water, trying to decide whether I want to do that yeah. or not, and I'm yeah. just not so sure yeah. there. But yeah. um, you want to raise your insurance before exactly. yeah, you get more insurance before you do that. Yeah. Exactly. But so I don't know a whole lot. I I came up with this idea, and then I saw it in a few business magazines. You know, work from home. This mm-hmm. is what something you could do. Mm-hmm. It kind of validated my idea. Oh, look, this mm-hmm. this is something that people are thinking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, around the country, I I certainly hope that there are more me's because it's needed. I yeah. can't cover the whole U.S. <laughs> well, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, that would be. Though. <laughs> you could become, you know, Marion Bailey multinational uh, senior tutor. I'm talk, willing to travel. Uh, there you go. <laughs> and talk, I have a passport. <laughs> talk about the hip senior. We haven't uh, t- touched on that very much. The hip senior was born out of the fact that there's a lot too much information, and mm. that seniors like reading things that are in their hand. Right. And I've always been in publishing one way or another. I used to own a printing business, Mm -hmm. um, something I really enjoyed doing. And so I came up with the idea to put together articles for seniors that related to them, whether it be healthy eating or Mm -hmm. dealing with pets and seniors, 
some technology, some financing, um, where to wash your car. We have you know, Ace Flying Car Wash down here in Kettering that, or Centerville that just mm-hmm. opened. They're mm-hmm. one of our sponsors, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. And so what I would like to have done is have more, like I said, the community. Mm-hmm. This is a great way for the community to come together and, mm-hmm. and to sponsor the Senior Tutor mm-hmm. so that we're pulling all this information in one place where the hip senior gets passed out through senior homes and other businesses, stuff mm-hmm. like that. They get this. And it's full of discounts and free offers and information for where seniors can find mm-hmm. really cool stuff mm-hmm. and not feel like they're being bombarded with ads for you know different. It, they don't necessarily feel like a senior when they're reading this. Right, right. Um, where do you, where do you think our kids fit into this whole equation? Do they? Do you see them? Uh, do you imagine? Can, can you imagine yourself when you're in your mom's position? And, and needing the kind of, of services that you provide? Or do you feel, I mean, where do you think this goes? As that older generation, as the current older generation, the people that had it forced on them become older and, and that older generation becomes those of us, as you said, who've walked into it and are comfortable enough to teach it right. and use it in our workplace. And, and, you know, I mean, I love my smartphone and I'm middle-aged, you know, so I mean, what's the world look like when we're those people that you're teaching now. Try to imagine that. Well, someone have asked me one time, well, what are you going to do when you get up that to that age and and you know that technology, you know, you're going to be the senior and I said, well, by then I'm going to be able to retire. So, it won't really <laughs> matter because, you know, that technology will have evolved. But again, it's constantly evolving. Mm-hmm. So, as long as you are always learning that stuff, great. You just have to stay on it, but if you let it slip, you know, 10 years down the road, there, there may be a whole lot of stuff that even I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I hope that I'm never at that place just because I love technology so sure, much. Yeah. Um, as far as our children moving in that direction, I think 25 years from now, the world's gonna be a much different place as far as technology and there's going to be, um, just everyone's going to kind of be up to date. Mm-hmm. At um, least hopefully. Yeah, okay. I've always, I, 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 I I read a lot about, uh, I was reading recently about um, how people at Google and stuff like with devices like the Google Glasses are trying to figure out how to break through the the need to type. That, that, that you know, we have... Virtual reality. Yeah, like that the, how, you know, even though we have these amazing machines and all and this great technology, we're still using kind of the QWERTY keyboard, which was developed like, what, in the 1880s when the typewriter was invented? Exactly. As the main interface between us and our technology, and they're trying to get past that because that's really weird that this 1880s invention is kind of the way we respond and get into this 21st century technology and the tools like Google Glasses and stuff are kind of designed to get us somehow past that and, and I guess to the world you're talking about. So um, before we go, uh, we have a couple minutes left. How can people find you? They can visit www.theseniortutor.com or or thehipsenior.com. Okay. And um, the Senior Tutor is how they can reach you to actually subscribe for your, to your services yep find they can out go on there they can find information about classes the dates they can sign up for classes on there we have some coming up throughout September um, the end of August the beginning of October and moving forward from there we also have some classes coming up this fall through the Latham Center mm-hmm. and they can file um, a report on there and, and just ask for information mm-hmm. And you can and you do you do individual consultation as Absolutely. well. Absolutely, right? that's cool. Well, how large a client base are you talking? Do do you manage? Do you think? 
Uh, right now, probably between 50 and 100 mm-hmm. or yeah, so. Yeah, and which keeps you busy pretty much, I would imagine, with the workshops, yeah. Yeah, it does. Always looking for new ways to have new different subjects on workshops, though. Sure, so yeah. we, like I said, we have some coming up that are going to be held at Saxby's over there across from co- the new Costco. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And those are, like I said, those are going to be available to sign up on the website. Mm-hmm. And then um, we're always, you know, putting new ones on there. So Very cool. We are out of time. I'm glad you came in. Um, we've been here with Marianne Bailey, the owner of the Senior Tutor and the HIP Senior, uh, services that help uh, older folks uh, become comfortable with technology. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me, Ron. Absolutely. I hope folks learned a little bit. And if you uh, need to know more, go to the website, the uh, Senior Tutor. And um, I, I, bet, I bet you'll hear from Marianne. This has been Miami Valley Voices. I'm Ron Rollins. Thanks for coming. Tune in next week.